0: Welcome to the 37th episode of Let's Conquer Books. Aubrey Marcus in his book Own the Day, Own Your Life said, To live one day well is the same as to live 10,000 days well. To master 24 hours is to master your life. In this episode, I talk about overcoming fear in five steps, which are determining if your goal is a must, recognizing your excuses, adopting a growth mindset, finding valuable insight in pain, and knowing that failure is unavoidable. So let's get into it. I'm your host Alexander the Great Reader and this is a podcast where we read, study lessons and build our inner power because the next level we will reach will not tolerate cowards. The first step of overcoming fear is determine if your goal is a must. You must feel that your goal is essential. The fear of not trying at all eclipses the fear of failure. That's when you'll be motivated to act. I always use books. As a way to educate ourselves. And the book that is a good example of this step is The Promise of a Pencil by Adam Braun. This, his fear that he's trying to overcome is making the wrong decision. So when you read the book, you find out that he watched a movie called Barack and it opened his eyes to poverty. Later on, he packed up his things and united with the Cambodian Children's Fund. And he liked experience there, but his family and people around him told him, "Okay, I know you want to help it. You know you should work first for your career, and then at the end, you pursue the passions you have." He refused that because, you know, he was his goal was a must, and he was building towards that must. He went backpacking in South America, and he spent time with a farmer there and his family, and it opened up to his eyes on how to help pe- poor people and through education. Because while he was there, the farmer didn't want him to help him like, with the land. He wanted to help him more of like, can you teach my kids English? Can you teach my kids things? Because that farmer didn't have the means or the way to give his kids an education. And that's what he saw as more valuable. So he came back from this trip and he got a job at Bain and Company, which is for people who are very smart and they make lots of money and it's a great career. And then they gave him some time off, I guess, where he's able to take some time off and keep his job up. So he started a 501c3, a nonprofit, and he, to raise money for his passion was to um, give education to kids. In poor countries and at this event he raised eight thousand dollars and that was enough to build a school now he got advice in the book from friends that was wise that they say now's the time to t- take risk you're 20 years old and if you don't do it now later on you're gonna have a family and a mortgage and you won't be able to take the risk because you have too much responsibility and he, that really impacting that advice he met another nonprofit person met uh, through Dory online and visitor in Laos and that inspired him to leave his job he said you know what I'm leaving my job and I'm gonna do this nonprofit thing and he's you know you read about all the failures and things and hard decisions he had to make there was one point that he was Actually, offered equity into a company by this very rich man. He was gonna get lots of money. A car will pick him up all the way in New York because he had to go work somewhere else. Just great opportunity. He turned it down because he's like, No, I have to concentrate on my goal. And look where he is now. This pencil promises organization has 481 schools across the country, across the world, and currently there's 94,000 students in those schools right now that's impact and that's a goal that to me is like wow he must do that those ninety-four thousand students would have never had an education and he's giving them an education step two is recognize the excuses so when you're afraid you'll do anything to put off working toward your true purpose this results in countless excuses a book that will help you with this step is Extreme Ownership by Jocko Willink. I've talked about this book before. It's one of my favorite books I've ever read. And think of it, how he was inspired to write this book. A lot of inspiration that he got through his work, actually, was the fear of losing lives, of getting others hurt, of not getting the plan executed the way he needed. And he says in his book that your attitude sets the tone. So you have the power to change your attitude. So your attitude towards those excuses you have, you have that power to change it. Let's say you have a fear of heights. You got to change your attitude towards that fear. He also says um, that excuse that you're creating to not conquer the fear of heights. Check your ego, he talks about. Do Do what needs to be done. Don't say, oh, I'm not fast enough. I don't have time. I'm too old. No. Check that ego and do what needs to be done. That's how you overcome excuses. You recognize them and overcome them. It's part of the fears you have are excuses. Another thing he talks about is um, cover and move. So in, in warfare, You don't have a lot of time to think. You make the decision and you go and you shoot and then you cover yourself because, you know, there's gonna be an engagement and then you move again. Make a decision and move. Same thing with overcoming your fear. It's never gonna be a smooth thing. So you just make an action, feel terrible inside, uh, traumatized, but then you keep moving. Again, you're gonna feel trauma until you overcome that fear. Another thing he talks about is the simpler, the sexier. So the more complex your fear is, the more excuses you're going to have. So don't complicate your fear. Make your fear more simpler. And that way you can overcome it in a more simple or easier way. The third step is adopt a growth mindset. It's not about achieving something and being perfect every step of the way. It's about getting comfortable with what you don't know and continuing anyways. The book I will use for this step is Mindset by Carol DeWick. I did a whole episode on just this book. I love this book. Another one of my favorites of all time. Now, I'm going to talk about what she talks about is the fear of not knowing something or being perfect. So there's three things in this book that will help you adopt that growth mindset so you can overcome fear. Now, the book talks about that we are a mixture of both fixed and growth mindsets. So a fixed mindset, let's say with the fear of heights, what I've been using is like, no, I can't do that. There's no way I can do that. It's impossible. I've tried a lot of times. I've always failed. You're fixed on that mindset that it's impossible. When you have a growth mindset, you'll be like, okay. I'm not going to climb the whole thing. Let's just climb five feet. And then two weeks later, I'll climb 10 feet. In two weeks, 16 feet. And you have a growth mindset that you can overcome that fear. Mindset greatly affects how people live their lives. You're either going to live with limits or you're going to be limitless. A fixed mindset, you're limited. I'll never climb that mountain. That's the limit. Limitless is like I'm open to... Training my mindset, my brain, my physical body. I'm open to accepting help to people who are are inspired to help me to overcome this fear. And and you're limitless to that fear. And the last one is we can change our mindset. And there's four steps to changing your mindset. You got to embrace the fixed mindset and say, okay, I have this fear of heights. I got it from a childhood experience. I tried two times to overcome it, and these are things that happen. And then you identify what triggered that belief that, no, I will never be able to do this. I'm too afraid. It freaks me out. I don't like how I feel. And you got to identify what triggers that. And then you create a persona of that fixed mindset and say, all right, I'm going to conquer you. And then you educate that persona and work with it. And he says, "Okay, you're going to get conquered um, fear of climbing this mountain. And this is how we're going to do it. And you're going to work with me to do this. Step four is finding valuable insight in pain. The secret of success is learning how to use pain and pleasure instead of having pain and pleasure use you. If you do that, you're in control of your life. If you don't, life controls you. A book I'm going to use about this. Step is Tuesdays with Maury by Mitch Albrum, I think Albrum is his name. And this fear is about overcoming the fear of dying of cancer. That's what the book's about. And during this time of dying of cancer, which was a slow process for him, he was dealing with this fear and then it ended up making him have valuable insight in this pain he was going through. And some of the things I remember is him talking about is things we know, but when you're living it, it becomes a reality because the pain makes it real. So live every day as if it were your last. He had a lot of regrets that he didn't do. Money can never buy real happiness. And that was more like, you can buy cars and things, but it won't make you happy. Pay attention to the person you talk to. That makes the other person feel great. That builds relationships. That grows relationships and that's important. That's what he was talking about. And it pained him that he didn't pay more attention to the people who perked him. But But then he started applying it through overcoming this fear of dying and changing his whole mindset marry a person with the same values as you and treat them well decide your you own your own rules and do not let society steer your life and forgive others as well as yourself he learned this all through the pain of dying and it's valuable information valuable Principles that we should apply from this man who was going through pain is trying to teach us something and you can overcome a lot of fears The last step is know that failure is unavoidable So if you accept from the onset that failure is inevitable part of your success You'll be less afraid of it Failure can provide you with a valuable learning experience that will positively impact your future strategies the book I will use it's one of the books I've recently read and one of the best books I've ever read. I probably say that too much. Is Steve Jobs by Walter Isaacson. It's a big book, but it's about almost everything about Steve Jobs you need to know. And he made a lot of failures. And one failure was recruiting John Scully as the CEO of Apple. Because he was excited because he was from Pepsi and he thought it was going to be a good thing. But it ended up getting into this match with the board and everything and scully was liked by the board and he just went with the board and ended up firing steve jobs another failure he had is believing that pixar would be a great hardware company hardware company so he bought that from lucas george lucas and he thought it was a great hardware company He invested a lot in people who can build good hardware and trying to sell it as hardware. So he wasted a lot of time and money in the wrong direction because they were more of a a movie studio production company. And he didn't see that that way. And he felt that he wasted a lot of money and time in the wrong direction. And another failure he had is a lot of product failures. You know, when you read the book, the Apple Lisa, he failed in that. He ended up Creating another product like it in the same division to go against it because he was so upset. The Macintosh TV never worked out. The Apple 3, the Power Mac G4 Cube, those were all product failures. But it's just, it's unavoidable. It's part of his success. Every successful person's biography you read, you'll read a lot of about failures. And then when he got fired from, or ousted from Apple, he started a company called Nex that created also hardware for big businesses and educations and that never took off it was a failure and Apple built that company out at the end when he decided to go back and they acquired next you know he also failed in life in many areas in like being a father he later regretted that he was never in the life of the daughter he had with like a girlfriend and he just took care of her financially but really wasn't in her life and he failed to take cancer seriously when you read the book you see that he never took it seriously he never tried to seek professional medical help he believed in a lot of the health practices health way without medications without surgeries and he avoided tests and procedures and surgeries and you know he ended up submitting to it a little bit but he never got healed he let it spread so that was probably his biggest failure so action for the episode is take each step the five steps and read books either the ones i've recommended or find your own and go deeper on the psychology the philosophy or the principle of that step And, you know, read books that people experience using those steps in their life, like I've mentioned in the books. I want to thank the listeners, you, the listener, for helping us with uh, getting 2,900 plays and downloads. Amazing. It inspires me. It helps me keep going. The reading challenge is at 150 books out of 160. Almost going to have to probably change that goal. And let's connect on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. All the links are in the description. Spend most of my time on Instagram. And let's connect. Uh, Give me some feedback, some uh, show ideas. Any questions, anything you would like. Just let's connect. See you on the next one. Please subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Anchor, or any other podcasting platform so you don't miss the next episode where I talk about turning obstacles into opportunities.